Hello, hello. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, the podcast. Welcome. I hope you're all well. Mm-hmm. It's December. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> like what? How? When? I don't know. It's weird. Oh, it's exhausting. <laughs> Time oh flies when you're fucking trying fucked. to survive. Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who, what, who's to say? Uh, well, we have a very <laughs> depressing episode. For, no, it's not. It's fun. Mm. It's great. It's really fun. I mean, it's sad and fucked up and some of it's fun. I don't, it's yeah, everything it's interesting. you want. It's yeah. historical. It's an historical event. It's presidentially tangential. It's December related. Is it? <laughs> yeah. The main event happened in December. Oh, fuck. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's all all the things. It's It's all all the things. things. We'll get to that in a second, though. Do we have any business first? Biz. I would say this is the last week to send us your Sinterklaas poem. This is it. By the time you hear this and before the next episode comes out is the best time because by the time we've recorded the next one, it's too late to remind you again because we're going to be closing in on the record date for our 200th episode, Extravaganza. Get them in. Get Send them in. our way. Uh, mm-hmm. Shoot us a email at dtfupodcast at gmail.com or go to our website, dtfupodcast.com, and mm. submit it through the form, the contact us form on there. Yep. It's like it goes to the same email address, but like that's more of a fun way to do it, I guess. Yeah, it's like a choose your own adventure. But it, yeah, whatever you it want. It still ends up at the same end. <laughs> Yeah, you still like (laughs) die in a bubblegum factory or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God. Is that what happens at the end of Choose Your Own Adventure books? I never read one. So Uh, it's like you you, like walk off a cliff or you like get attacked by wild dogs or something. I don't know. (laughs) It was like uh, I would read them in fourth grade and be like, this is so fucking dark. I oh love it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, I want to – now you – and then you're just looking through all the pages, flipping through, oh. trying to find the most fucked up endings. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or I yeah. I just cheat and be like, okay, where do I go to get the, like, gold or the, you know, oh. million the, – the treasure chest in the abandoned warehouse or whatever the fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would, you know, so – Oh, my God. I love those books, though. Bless yeah. Them. Bless them, bless them. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any other biz? I don't think so. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Just trying Check. to make it to the end of the year. We, you know what? Shit. Shit. 2021 <sighs> is going to be more of the same. Yeah. At least real, in at the least beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole front half of the <laughs> – Hopefully 2021's a mullet. Hopefully it's business up front and party in the back. And Everybody get those vaccines, wear those yep. masks, just stay yep. away from everybody. But also, like, let's just, like, let's let's get it high and tight, y'all. Let's, like, get yeah. – let's nip this shit in the bud. Let's go. Yeah. Let's yeah. finish this year strong, healthy. We're on the right path. We can do it. We can we're do not, it. We're not actually on the right path. We're on a terrible, destructive path. But, you know, we can yeah. do it. We're on so, a real bad path. But everybody everybody hunker down, mm-hmm. snuggle up, get your fucking 
cozy socks. There, you know, fucking there's end of the year sales if you miss Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Fuck capitalism, but also get those fuzzy socks. Yeah. <laughs> you could have a treat. Have a treat. Yeah, Fuck you could have year. a treat. But like, yeah, but uh you don't have to go overboard. I like a onesie. I almost put mine on earlier today and joined a uh oh. Zoom call and I was like, "No, I don't really know these people well enough." <laughs> but I just wanted to be cozy. That's why I've been wearing this turtleneck for three days in a row. It's a sweatshirt <laughs> turtleneck. Ooh. So, so it's cozy. And I'm, I'm wearing, wearing sweats. Oh, yes. I don't give a fuck anymore. I put on I put on jean pants for 40 minutes today. Why? You don't even need to. I know, but I went to the post office and mailed mm. all our uh, Patreon um, – <gasps> Uh, holiday cards. Oh my it's- god, what a machine! You already finished those? <laughs> yeah, Holy bitch. shit. Oh, bitch. I mean, oh my god. I when it comes to mail, mm. I'm on it. <laughs> you're a ma- you're a mail fan. Mm-hmm. Big mail stand here. <laughs> um, you know me and my stamps. Yeah, I got them. You want them? I got hor- them. <laughs> Honk if you're horny for mail. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, that's, that's what I did today. Um, anything, so like, let's, let's keep it going. Anything fucked up for you this week? I don't have anything that I, uh, can think of. No, I just, uh, yeah, I don't have anything. I'm just really tired this week, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, uh, I had a, so on Tuesday, I think it was Mm Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. I like. I got – I drank like a bottle of wine by myself on accident. It was a full accident. I thought other people were drinking with me, but that was – like when I say other people, I mean DJ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as it turns out, he had like one glass and then I thought he had more, but it was – that was not the case. Yeah. And then um, – so I was wine drunk and I slept really fucked up oh. that night. Like I fell asleep like – on standing on my head or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> In a fucking handstand. Yeah. And like my butt was like tooted up in the air probably or something. I don't know. Who, who's tooted this? up. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I woke up in the morning and I had my neck – like I had oh. pinched a nerve in my neck, you know? But I like – it was like fine. I was It was like manageable. And then like I picked Jack up and <gasps> – we were like wrestling, and then my whole entire neck just like electrocuted me, dude. And I was just like, "Oh fuck, I fucked my shit." Oh no, dude. So I have like been dealing with like the the shoulder and the neck. Uh, my neck, my back is <laughs> fucked up, dude. So, oh, you need a theracane. I. I've, I, those I, are the shit, though. I dude, have so I, I have one. this massager, but I've oh I went too hard on it, so that's like I have. So I did actually loosen up a bunch, but I I did it too hard. So I now like, it's like bruised. Yeah, I'm like bruised. Yeah. So I am just I'm a little uncomfortable uh, this episode. I'm gonna just let oh, you know no. right now. Well, that gonna- is good that you're staying warm and cozy in your turtleneck. You need mm-hmm. like a heating pad too, maybe. Like a, mm-hmm. you need like a gamer chair that like comes up to here, but it's like a heating pad, you know? Oh, and that's like this thing that I have. It's like this massager thing. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like you drape it over yourself and you like hold it as tight as you want to like get the like pressure, you know? Yeah. And it like it like massages you. It's like Ooh. the hard massager, the rolly hard shiatsu yeah. kind of one. But yeah. it also heats. It's the best forty dollars I've ever spent. Oh my only forty dollars. Bitch, yes. Oh my god, that's Did good. I send you the link already? I don't think so, but I got the Theracane and I got some um, – and that's been really good. It really works. Like you just – like it's like this cane with all these knobs on <laughs> it. Know. And like – And you like pull it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. you just like grind it into your back. But I can – I get really bad knots up here from like computer stuff on yeah. the right side for some reason. I think it's how I sit or something. And – um. Yeah, and I just like find the knot and I just like grind it out and then I'm like I I'm kind of tense when I'm doing it and then when I like put it down I can feel myself go huh. yeah, yeah, you know. Oh my god, my neck just cracked when I did that. Ooh, I love that journey for you. Um <laughs> <laughs> it was scary. Anything to do with my neck, I'm scared I'm going to be paralyzed. I know, especially after we did like the chiropractor episode. Oh, yeah. I think about it all the time. I'm like, um, don't touch me, anyone. Pete's like, not. walk on my back. I'm like, no. <laughs> maybe that's his kink. You should indulge him maybe a little bit. No, I don't want to hurt him. You won't. Maybe. I, I did, he did tell me to put my elbow in his back earlier, oh, and I, I did love that. that. And then I karate, he's like, and karate chopped me. And I was like, okay. And I did like, you know. It's like the percussion. You need yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, nice. Yeah. That's really so nice. So I was nice, yeah. Um. Well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I've been, uh, been kind of nostalgic. At, like that's how I always get at the end of the year, just very um, seasonal affected disorder. Like, Yeah. Well, I think it's also this year is making me be very nostalgic. Yeah, I mean, everybody I think is probably like, God, I miss people, I miss mm-hmm. the world, I miss traveling, I miss, you know, my friends that are in yeah. different places that I are not like easy to to reach right now. Yeah. Uh, so like I personally have been thinking about DC a lot mm-hmm. lately. Um, I miss all my DC people, all my, yeah. all my peeps that are out there. Yeah. Um, and since I've been, like, thinking about, like, D.C., I've also been thinking about the fact that, like, I lived so close to so many things that were, like, so many historical, like, places in D.C., yeah. obviously. Um, and I just, like, walk by them on a daily basis. And some of them are, like, in your face, like the Washington Monument or, yeah. you know, the White House, whatever, the Capitol. You could see the Capitol uh, from – points near my house yeah and I, you know, or you're driving around and you're like oh there's fucking Lincoln Memorial whatever yeah. stuff that people like come to Washington DC to like actually see mm-hmm. and those things are like in your face and you're like those are awesome but some stuff like you walk by and you just have no idea and um or you do have an idea but it's just like oh yeah okay whatever and yeah. I was thinking about how many times I would walk by Ford's theater Mm. Uh, which is where Lincoln was assassinated. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I've probably walked by it a million times because there is a Sephora around the corner from it that I used <laughs> to go to all the time. Isn't that sad? <laughs> so sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy too because it's like Sephora. Who doesn't love Sephora? I mean also that. But like, yeah. you know, it's just like everything's kind of – 
it has modernized around the city that holds so much history. So I was thinking about that and it kind of ties into today's topic, which is Mm -hmm. uh, a little – is a a story about a man who is an unknown victim of the assassination of President Lincoln at Ford's Theater. Oh, my God. So exciting. Who knew? Who knew? Um, This episode today is about a man named Henry Rathbone. Mm-hmm. Great name. Um, oh, my God. Amazing name. Rathbone is like – it's very British or something to me. Like it's yeah. very like old. Distinguished. Yeah. Distinguished. Yeah. A sir. Like mm-hmm. a like a sir Rathbone. Yeah. Or, and it's like – is it Rathbone? You know what I mean? It's like oh, right, is it right, one right. of those names where like the British people would be like, oh, Henry Rathbone. Like, and you're like, oh. Like it's not Greenwich. It's Greenwich. You yes. Know? <laughs> I love it. It's so good. It's yeah. very – it makes me think of, yeah, like um, very cobblestone streets with like – It really brings columns. you back. Yeah. To, yeah. I wasn't there, but <laughs> – Me neither, but I can yeah. imagine. Back to um, somewhere, Yeah. Well, just his name alone paints a little bit of an old-timey picture for you. Yeah. Um, This man, Henry Rathbone, was a a gentleman who was in the box with President Lincoln the night he was assassinated by that bitch-ass John Mm. Wilkes Booth. Mm -mm. Fucking shithead. Fucking Southern sympathizer, whatever. (sighs) He's slavery sympathizer. Yeah, he sucks. He fucking sucks. sucks. Yeah. He sucked then. He sucks now. Um, <laughs> he's uh, he's never not sucking. NNS. Yeah. <laughs> never not sucking. So we all know about the assassination of Lincoln. Like yeah. that's one of the most, you know, it, it is one of the huge turning points in American history. It's something that's taught in every single history class. Yeah. Like growing forever. up forever yeah. in America. You learn it every year. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. And let's get into the, the Lincoln assassination uh, section of history. And we're like, buckle what, up. What we were just talking about fucking the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Why? What does Lincoln have to do with this shit? And they're like, yeah, we want to talk about mummies and stuff, but we'll do that later. We're going to talk about, like, I don't know. Uh, but so everybody knows about, uh, uh, the the assassination on uh that happened um on Lincoln it yeah. happened on his head. <laughs> I just like stumbled over my words so bad, and I don't oh know God. why. We're not cutting that out. No. <laughs> oh my it God! On his head. Well, oh my god! I thought oh I like god. didn't put enough vodka in my drink, but apparently I did. P.S. Aaron and I are both so tired. So tired. Not not like we don't want to be doing this because we love doing this, but it's just like Pete was like in here helping us set up, and then I said something weird, and he's like, "It sounds like this is going to be a good episode." You know what, Pete? I think you're right. Oh my god! We just like have no. Uh, our neurons are not firing on all cylinders this evening, so no. we might we might have a few fuck ups. <laughs> Christ! Uh, oh my god! Okay. Well, so uh, Lincoln's assassinated in his head. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, and everybody knows about that. Everybody mm. knows that that shithead John Wilkes Booth shot him. But did yeah. you also know that he also 
stabbed the fuck out of Henry Rathbone, this poor man. Yeah. And he basically, he sent him on a path of deep physical and mental decline, which ultimately resulted in a horrifying tragedy. Um, Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> oh my no, God. no holiday cheer here. We're not gonna nope. do it. Not yet, Fuck anyway. That. Yeah, no, we're gonna be dark. Let's get into it. Sorry about mm. it. Um, I can't wait. I'm excited. There's so much in this. Oh my God, so much shit. I had, you know, just no idea about this poor man. Yeah. So, just a little background on this guy, Henry. Henry Rathbone was born in Albany, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of four children of Jared L. Rathbone and uh, Pauline Rathbone. Uh, his, his father was a merchant and a wealthy businessman, and he actually was uh, became the mayor of Albany at one point. Oh. Um, but his his father died when he was a young man. Uh, his father died in 1845. <laughs> I like that you called it Albany. Albany? Is it Albany? Albany, Albany. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm tired. I am tired. You know, you know Al from Albany? <laughs> Al- Albany. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Albany. Lil Albany. Uh... <laughs> Albany. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's right. Albany. Um, Albany. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like Albany or something. And then Ugh. it makes me think of a weird dick. Oh, fuck. Makes <laughs> me think of a weird dick. <laughs> uh, wait, did you say tick or dick? I said dick. Dick? <laughs> oh, I thought you said tick. I was like, see, we're tired. Oh, my God. Pure exhaustion. I like- <laughs> It's you're catching it. I like that. I'm like it makes me think of a weird dick, and then you're like, me too. It's like I, I know. <laughs> you saying weird dick made me just think of a weird dick just now. Oh Ooh, my god! I imagine need, I'm that. gonna need another cocktail, honestly. Oh my god! You should text Pete and tell him to re- refill your drink. I should. Okay. Um. So yeah. So uh. Uh, what's his name? Henry. His dad mm-hmm. dies in 1845, and he inherits a lot of money, uh, about two hundred thousand dollars, which in those Whoa. days was a lot of money. Yeah, That'd be equivalent to I guess like five point five million dollars in today's money. Almost. Holy shit! That's a lot of money. Um, That's so much money. So his mom uh, was widowed. Obviously, Pauline. Like these are such his parents' names are such like modern names to me. Jared and Pauline. Oh, yeah. I'm I don't thinking know. of the uh, Jared the jeweler. Yeah, I hate Jared or whatever. Also, Jared from Subway. He went to Jared. <laughs> he went to Jared. Also, I just texted Pete. I meant to text him. Can I have a replacement cocktail if you get a chance? But it says, "Can I have a replacement cocktail if you herb a if you herb chance?" I sent it. <laughs> he just brings you a, a drink with like rosemary, rosemary sage and thyme. Oh my uh, god. All right. So he gets all this money. His mom, yeah. Pauline, uh remarries in 1848 and she remarries a man named Ira Harris. Mm. Now, I'm gonna just tell you a little bit about Ira because it's a little yeah. important to the story. So 
Ira was oh, yeah. actually he was he was like a prominent dude. Um, he she married well. Mm. Ira Harris was appointed it to be a U.S. senator um, in New York after William H. Seward became President Lincoln's Secretary of State. So he's like oh. in the mix. He's like you know how like cabinet positions need to be filled, and if they're yeah. already existing, so he probably won in a special election. Cool. Um, so he's the senator from New York. He's like uh, Hillary Clinton, basically. Mm. Um, and so he was also – Ira Harris was also a widower. Mm. And he had four of his own children with his previous wife, Louisa. And um, just like Pauline's husband and Henry's father, Jared, he – she died in 1845. So they both these people had been widowed for a while and they got together. And, and um, that's the way they all became the Rathbone Bunch. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pauline and, and Ira got oh together and she already had her – she had her kids. He had his kids, Brady Bunch style. Mm-hmm. All these stepkids come together. Um, so – Henry Rathbone has this new new stepfather and new step siblings, and one of them was named Clara, mm. um, and she was like a hot babe, I guess. And mm. he noticed oh, Henry, so. I should say, and that's weird because uh, they liked each other, I guess. Like Whoa. what? What? Who's the Marsha and Greg were always like. You know, doing some weird shit together. This is that, but like not on the show. But I think in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I have another cocktail. Thanks. For- oh my god! Why did you make me a huge one? No, it's 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 mostly juice. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Love you. What a guy! Hell yeah! Double. He doubled it. Oh, I got what, a double. What are you drinking? It looks so pretty. Oh my god! Pete's parents sent us. You know that gin we love. They made a rhubarb gin this season, and you could only get it locally. And so they went – his dad went and, like, waited in line and picked Aww. one up for us. So we got this today, and I had just bought some – it's, like, holiday juice from Trader Joe's. Do you know what I I'm kn- talking about? I know exactly <gasps> what you're talking about. Oh, my God. There's, like, orange peel and, like, clove in it. And then oh I – And then God. there's a little sparkling water on top. So it's like a, gi- a like a gin and juice – but a holiday version, it is so amazing. Snoop Dogg and, and Martha Stewart <gasps> had a baby. Oh, it this is this is the Snoop Dogg Martha Stewart baby mm-hmm. cocktail. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, mm. Martha, oh. Marth, Marth Dog. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop the. <laughs> Snoop, Snoop, Snoop Stewart. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of Martha Stewart, she like posted an Instagram today, and she looks mm. so fucking hot. It is mm. crazy. That woman is almost eighty years old. Oh my god! And she is just like giving me her best fucking face. Like I good for her. Okay. Oh my god! Side note: I'm watching that show on HBO with um, Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. <gasps> oh, is it so good? It's really good so far. It's just like a drama, like a whodunit drama thing. Yeah. But her face. Oh my god! I can is, go on about how high and tight that woman's oh my face god. is. 
But and like sometimes it doesn't look fully natural, but sometimes it looks so natural. And I'm like, this woman has nary a wrinkle on her skin. <sighs> I, I don't just... know how they do it. I mean, I know you have to have a lot of money. After yeah, oh, it's so much money. Yeah, um, it's things we don't know about. It's, it is. It's, it's proprietary like, to rich people. Um, yeah, I after seeing her her um, rock and tease in um, oh, uh, big, big little, little lies. lies. I was yeah. like, I, this is the most gorgeous woman. Like, did we see her tease? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and look. Yeah, I because you see um, my husband's penis, like it's a fake penis, but like that she hits with a tennis racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's like an episode before that you see her her hot ass boobies. But you can see Alexander Skarsgård's wiener in True Blood. Oh, I've I know. Yeah, it's like it's like an image saved in my it's my it's my phone's (laughs) background. I just have like a split screen of his dong and <laughs> and Nicole Kidman's like rock and tease. So like little eyes all the way, and that you know the theme song just playing all the time. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking good. Ugh. It's good. Yeah, that's good. Oh my god, I think about True Blood all the time. I miss that show so much. Oh, that. Theme song. I was talking about the No, no, no. Oh, I was talking both. about Big Little Lies, but then a side note. Um, I think about True Blood at least once a week and I'm like, I I should rewatch that. And then I just don't get to it. Oh, I know. I kinda want to. Uh, it's, it's so been horny a long and good. Time. Oh my god. I need horny in my life. I know. More. Same. No one's uh, having sex right now, right? I mean, like people are. I mean it's occasional, but it's like Like in shows? No, in real life. Oh. Oh yeah. But he's fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. We're on such a tangent, but I just have to say this. Who knows what we'll cut out? I just listened to um, – We're not Nicole- cutting any of this out. No, no, no. It stays. I just listened to Nicole Byers' podcast uh, with Patty Harrison, who I love Patty oh, Harrison love Patty so Harrison. much. And she was she was talking about – Nicole Byer was talking about how she fell asleep recently with her magic wand on her clit. <laughs> and to you and cut – What? How? She turned it off. I oh, think she oh. said she just like got tired and was like bored and just stopped masturbating. And I was dying. And she's like, 2020 has even taken that from me. It's like, I I guess I just was over it and went fell asleep. And I woke up and was like, I couldn't even stay awake to come. <laughs> it's hard. Like, it's 2020. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway, well, let's oh, well. talk about these step siblings fucking. Um. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, another side note. I'm watching Dexter. Also, I'm watching so many things, and no one told me, and I had no idea that this was even coming. That there was like an incesty. Their step siblings, Dexter and his sister, who are like the main characters. Yeah, and it gets incesty, and in, at the end of season seven, beginning of season eight. Yeesh. And I was like, no. What Sir. is happening? Why? We do not need this. This is already Deb 
Morgan, Dexter's sister, is the worst written character, the worst written female character on a TV series that I've ever seen. Oh, it is, really? Yeah. It's embarrassing. I, maybe this is controversial. Maybe I shouldn't say it. But I am just like the whole time I'm just like this is not a complete person. Uh, I hate that. And also she's annoying as fuck. And now she's like wants to fuck her brother. And I'm just like I'm not a fan. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Bummer. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so back to the story, though. Yeah. Uh, that's not Dexter, but uh, yeah, Henry Rathbone and his stepsister Clara, they form a little uh, situation mm-hmm. while their stepbrother and sister and fall in love, uh, and then they became engaged before, <sighs> like right before the Civil War breaks out. Oh, my um, God. So he eventually marries her, but we'll get to that later. Uh, big yikes, though. That's a huge fucking yikes, dude. But that was like – this is like a shout-out to all the people who are out there watching step-sibling porn. Um, <laughs> our whole entire tangent just now was just for you. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> also, it's like – I guess like people – in this day and age, married their cousin, so why not a step sibling? I mean, at least you're not related by blood, I guess. I don't I know. guess. Well, the, yeah, that was the thing. They weren't related by blood. I mean, yeah. that's why, like, it's not that taboo, but it's like also, like, let's just, there's a whole world out there. There's a you whole know? world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go fuck somebody else. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, like, there is, like, not that big of a population in America then, but still, I mean, there really was. There was, there was plenty of people. There's more people than just the Rathbun family. Yeah. So, anyway, getting back to that, he uh, – Henry, like, eventually, like, af- before he, like, went off to the, the war and stuff, mm-hmm. he was studying law at Union College uh, and briefly worked uh, at, at a law firm uh, in, in – Albany uh, (laughs) before he (laughs) before he went off to war and he joined the Union Army um, Mm. and during the war he served as a captain in the 12th Infantry Regiment Mm -hmm. and he was at the Battle of Antietam big battle big battle Mm. and he was also at the Battle of Fredericksburg another big battle he was like in the shit um, and by he survived. The end, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, he probably saw a lot of horrible, horrible yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, and by the end of the war, he had uh, reached the rank of major, which is pretty major, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was dumb. I'm. I, I know. I know. We already like tease what we're going to talk about. Um, but now I'm thinking. Oh, maybe some of his PTSD is also from this. Like, I yeah. Mean, this he, whole time period is this like, whole time horrifyingly bad i mean yeah this is a really rough time in our nation's history yeah for everybody involved i mean just the after effects of war are obviously bad no matter what time period um and i think that's something that a lot of people don't realize that in the civil war like it i mean it was one of the deadliest wars that's ever been fought and it was in our own country against our yeah. own countrymen. Um, more people than in any other war combined in, for, like, Americans yeah. were killed uh, mm. in this single war. 
than yeah. have ever been lost in any war that Americans have participated in since the beginning yeah. of our country. So it's a rough time. Um, and back in those days, there was a lot of um, – like people were killed, but there was also like a lot of maiming happening. People were losing legs. People were losing <laughs> oh, eyes. Yeah. Like a lot of the like weaponry, as a result of the war. Yeah, a lot of the yeah. weaponry was like you know, just it was it it wasn't necessarily killing people. And also there was like uh, frostbite and gangrene and all all kinds of horrible you know, fucking awful things happening that were not a direct result of like combat. So. Really yeah. rough. Um, probably the l- least – probably, like, the least awful way to die would have been, like, a gunshot to the head. Absolutely. Or, like, like being blown <laughs> up by an, a whole-ass cannonball. Like, that's – Yeah, that's great. Yeah, at least you know you'll die. Like, the rest of the stuff, it's like, yeah, you're being dragged along and, like, catching fever and I- infection, and then it takes you, like, another month to die. I mean, the rates of, of people, like uh, – like uh deserting were really high in the civil war because you could mm. just kind of like wander off and like <laughs> get lost in the woods if you really wanted to. Oh yeah, I always um, think about that. <laughs> you know, like it was it was a wild yeah. time. So or like play dead for a little bit and then when everybody like moves on, you're just like, okay, I'm going to go back this way. And uh, honestly, there was so many pe- it, it was like everybody was in it wasn't like we were in another country, couldn't speak the language. It was like right. everybody was just willy-nilly running around in our own fucking backyard so Mm -hmm. wild times um at any rate war was over um and henry rathbone is like back in dc in society Mm -hmm. he's with clara they are you know they're in the mix again with like a very important powerful powerful people, mm-hmm. including the president and his w- wife, Mary Todd Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clara was like a very refined, uh, educated woman, and she knew a lot of important, powerful people. She was very good friends with Mary Todd Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, um, they were invited for a night out with her and the president. Can oh you believe? Oh, my God. I can't believe. They were like – Hey, what are you guys doing on April 14th, 1865? Because, like, we have tickets. Like, actually, uh, we – you weren't our first choice, um, but General Ulysses S. Grant, he turned out – he turned down the um, invite. So, like, what he are you and his wife, doing? He and his wife are soups busy. Yeah. Um, but they couldn't get a sitter. Yeah. They were like, oh, we're so tired from the, like, <laughs> Civil War or whatever. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and you guys are like fine, right? Like you're good to yeah. go for like a, it's just a play. It's nothing crazy. We're not like gonna go do Molly or anything. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. like no one's gonna get super fucked up or anything. Also, it's like the hottest ticketed town. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called Our American Cousin. <sighs> Bitch, you got tickets for Our American Cousin? <laughs> yes, ho! I'm the first lady. Come on, girl. Shit. There. There is so much ankle in this production. Like, it is going to be hot. This woman's ankle, <laughs> you would not believe. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, it's just like pregame at the White House, though, real quick. <laughs> Hop in our carriage, go a few blocks, and we'll be there. <laughs> pregame at the White House. <laughs> um, No, but this is wild because it, I, I read that. I don't know if this is true, but I did read that. Um, General Ulysses S. Grant and his wife turned down this invite 
Um, which is fair because five days before that, they were still in the middle of the Civil War, mind you. Oh, um, oh. it wasn't even over yet. It wasn't even over yet. Well, it was but over for some people. They were like, "This is." They're over. like, "We're done." Yeah, they're like, <laughs> "We're." They're like, <laughs> like, "There's like people still fighting, but we're we're like we are we ourselves. We're like we're done." <laughs> yeah. Bye. They're like, um, I don't want to say it's like jump the shark, but the second that Robert E. Lee surrendered to the North, uh, I think we're done. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's going to work out well for them. Mm. Um, But uh, yeah, like literally five days prior to this, Robert E. Lee had surrendered and the war still went on for like a year. But I think like, yeah, it's uh, the fact that they were all just like, let's go to a play is wild to me. (laughs) I know. But I guess you have to like keep up certain pretenses. Like we didn't cancel fucking important shit when – Things were going down in Iraq and Afghanistan, you know? You let the terrorists win. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. It's like we need to keep – we need to eat a steak or we need to eat a burger and fries out on the town and people need to see us. Yeah. It's for the people. It's like, oh, my God. We got to piss off the Taliban somehow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Also, what do you think um, um, our American cousin was about? I have no idea, but I'm just curious, like, what you think it was about. Okay, it was like my cousin Vinny, but like British people were in the play and they were like, and Americans were like the brash, like. Uh, oh, like the Marissa Tomei on the stand? Like, the- it's a Lincoln, a 1968 <laughs> Lincoln. It doesn't have a double carburetor or whatever the fuck she says, you know? It's a, it's a. 1865 President Abe Lincoln. <laughs> it only has four horsepower. You know how I know that? Because I can hear it. Oh my God, that movie's good. Yeah, it's great. Um, so yeah, so they're at this play. It's the hottest yeah. ticket in town, our American cousin. Um, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's literally five blocks away from the White House at Ford's mm-hmm. Theater. They hop in their carriage. They go. They're having a great night. They leave the White House at 8 o'clock. They get a, get to the theater and are sat by like 8.30. I think they actually like show up late. Like they like come kind of like after the plays started. Which, oh, my God. That's kind of a like Big BDE. dick energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big dick move. And mm-hmm. what is also fun is that like the play stopped. Like, mm. they're like, oh, the president's here. The play fully, like, the guy's delivering his line in Our American Cousin. <laughs> I'm sure it was a great line. And he, and so they stop. They turn around. They're like, the president's here. Everyone. He's like, I'm the American <laughs> Cousin. <laughs> and then the president walks in and he's like, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Pardon the interruption. The president. Uh, (laughs) If you will please rise. And then the orchestra played uh, Hail to the Chief. Yeah. So they sit down in their their box. Like Mm -hmm. the play stops. They resume. They're watching it. They're having a great time. And of course, this bitch ass hoe, this Mm -hmm. stupid bitch fucking walks into the box, shoots the president, motherfucking John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. Um and he comes in, shoots the president point blank in the head and assassinates him. He dies eight later eight hours later across the street in some dude's house. Um and but also 
Everybody knows that story. But yeah. what actually happened is – I mean, that There's actually more. happened. There's, There's more. more to the story. Yeah, that actually happened. <laughs> he didn't just shoot him and then like that was the end of the story. Right. He, he there was sh- a tussle. There was a tussle. So he shoots the president in the back of the head. John Wilkes Booth shoots Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody is was enraptured with the play. I guess that was really good. Um, it's but, the only thing. It's like when there's one movie in a theater, you know, you don't have a choice. I know. I mean, I'm sure it was fine. I'm but like, saying. but everybody w- didn't see him come in because of the play. And yeah, as as he came in and shot the president, everybody was kind of distracted. Like they didn't really understand what was happening. They thought but, it was like immersive theater, like Sleep No More in New yeah, York. They're yeah. like, oh, we're a part of it. Oh. Yeah. Anybody in here in this audience could be a part of it. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like, it, you know, something crazy like that happens and you don't really understand mm-hmm. what's even happening. But uh, Henry Rathbone was right there. So he was sitting, uh, the two women were sitting in the middle. His wife, Clara, and um, Mary Todd Lincoln were sitting between he and President Lincoln. So they were like yeah. pretty, like, kind of far apart from each other. But when Lincoln got shot, he immediately sprang into action and tried to grab um, John Wilkes Booth. Mm-hmm. And he kind of cornered him in the booth. And John Wilkes Booth uh, – Booth, 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 Booth. <laughs> I meant to say in the box. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm just going to call him JWB. Yeah. Uh, he – this motherfucker stabs uh, Henry Rathbone right in the arm. Like – Dude. And it wasn't just a stab. It was like a shoulder down <gasps> to the elbow, like ripped his fucking arm open with a knife, oh my basically. God. Um, and then they tussle a little bit more. And I don't think he realized how badly he was stabbed because yeah. they're like scrapping. And then John Wilkes Booth gets away, but his only exit is literally jumping out of the box onto the stage. Mm-hmm. So as they're tussling – and this is like kind of disputed by conspiracy theorists, but I don't oh. know. Um, he grabs his jacket as he's jumping, and that's how he breaks his leg as oh. he hits the stage. So uh, some people think he broke his leg later, but others say he did it. I could see him breaking his leg, jumping onto the stage, losing his balance. Um, yeah. Anyway, Henry Rathbone sprang into action and got stabbed f- for his trouble. So – yeah. And he, I think he even fell with uh, JWB onto the stage. Really? And yeah, I think so. I mean, who knows? Uh, that's what I something I read. But um, yeah, they like fell. He fell over the balcony onto the stage as well, and was like, "Stop that man!" As like John mm-hmm. Wilkes Booth was trying to get away, and then again, the audience was like. Wow! This is the best play I've ever been to. This is so wild. Oh my god, Don, are do you think they'll ask you to be come up on stage? Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it, Marie? Are you gonna do it? It's like no, there's just like bad stuff going on. Well, Um, because John Wilkes Booth was a an actor of the of the day, so people might have recognized him and been super confused. But yeah, I doubt that happened. But at any rate. Yeah, it's there were some doctors in the audience. They sprang into action after that and they took care of um Henry and Abe. 
Abe didn't well, like it. Henry did. Yeah. So they go all go across the street to uh, this dude's house. It's mm-hmm. literally across the street. It is now mm-hmm. a historical monument as well as Ford's Theater. Um, and the president is like carried over there. Henry Rathbone like escorts his wife and Mary Todd Lincoln over there. And he's like covered in blood. But uh, like I said, everybody thought it was Lincoln's blood. It was yeah. definitely his blood though. And he passes out in the foyer of this house yeah. because he lost so much blood. He eventually gets medical attention and gets patched up and is fine. But he almost died at the time. So Yeah, he lost was, a lot of blood. He was he was in a bad place. He he eventually survives. Lincoln dies the next morning, eight hours after being shot in the head. Um and you know, after this happens, he has some serious I can imagine serious survivor's guilt. Um Oh, yeah. And that's just compounded on everything he's seen, which is also maybe survivor's guilt from the war. It's just like – 100%. Yeah. So much death, you know? Yeah. And it's not good. And I think – I'm not sure – I'm not sure if they were married before this or if they got married after, but – They were married two – they married two years – he and Clara – so Henry Rathbone and Clara married two years after – the assassination of um, President Lincoln. I think he okay. That's what I thought. Had, he needed some time to convalesce after this, yeah. like pretty serious injury and like all the shit that happened. The fallout from this was like pretty intense, and like yeah. the Civil War was still happening. So probably was like a, a tough time to get married anyway. Um, and he was testing her. He's like, in sickness and in health, are you my sister? Or are you my wife? You know what right. I mean? It's yeah. like, we need to figure out, like, is this going to last? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it worked out, I guess, mm-hmm. at the time because they ended up getting married. Mm-hmm. Yes, this man married his stepsister. And <laughs> it was not – it seems like it was going to be happily ever after, but it was not, unfortunately. Yeah, I think – I mean, yeah, he was dealing with some demons and I don't know. They just like – they didn't rush into anything. They knew each other for a long time. They uh, were courted – they courted each other for a while. They got married. I wrote she pooped out a bunch of kids, but I meant to say popped, but I made a typo and I said pooped out and I – but I thought that was appropriate. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> and that's kind of what does happen. <laughs> that's what happens. You poop and you have a kid. Yep. And um, yeah, and they lived in D.C. for like a good a good amount of time. Um, but I think he just with everything going on, and then like the war eventually ended and stuff. And he just uh, like about three years after they got married, he resigned from the army, and then. I thought this was very interesting. So he doesn't have an army job anymore. And I think, uh, like, he's also not feeling great. And I think part of that is was his mental health. But yeah. I think his mental health also created physical health problems. Absolutely. And, yeah, you know, you it could, like, manifest it in, a, in your body in a specific way. The brain and, and the stomach are deeply oh connected. So Deeply connected. And he started to have chronic dyspepsia. And him and Clara were like, we need to find a cure. They were traveling a lot back and forth and from D.C. to Europe. That is – dyspepsia is, like, severe heartburn, BTW. Yeah. It's heartburn. It's heartburn. I had it the other night. That should have been my fucked up thing. I I was like, am I going to die tonight? Like, 
I ate too much um, fibrous foods mm. <laughs> and I was farting a ton, but then the fart stopped and then it was like, also I was burping and then I'm like, and then it was like both ends stopped firing and I just like didn't get rid of the gas that was building up and I'm like, why? why? And I had to sleep kind of sitting up because it was like, if you lay down flat. Yeah. I don't know like- where it came from. It's like you need to do some twists, you know. You need to do some like yoga twists to yeah. like release that, release the gas. Um, he didn't know that. Yeah, he didn't know that. He, uh, yeah, he basically in this time with Clara, he took off to Europe, and they like kind of like ricocheted around the continent <laughs> looking for cures for his heartburn, dude. <laughs> They were, like, going to, like, day spas and stuff. They were, like, what's going on? I wonder if anyone even ever looked at his diet or, like, t- offered to talk to him about what he's been through. Yeah. They were just, like de- – I, I don't know if this is true, but I imagine they were, like, depleting their savings, just, like – Bopping around Europe trying to, like – Yeah. There was no Tums then, guys. There no, was there was no-, no Tums and there was no fucking airplanes. So they were taking a boat to Europe every fucking few months – to see if they could Pepto Bismol himself. Like I just Meanwhile, don't understand. cruise food is not helping. <laughs> sea sickness, cruise food, being in tight quarters, the stress of travel back then was intense. Like it's bad. They did not know these things. And so not a ginger man, root, you know? Yeah. Uh so yeah, he basically was Physically and mentally just kind of breaking down. Yeah. Uh, All these things I feel like that he'd been through in his life kind of compounded. I mean, can you imagine being present for one of the most pivotal moments in American history and just like not being able to do anything about a tragedy like that? Like it's – it would cause a lot of – a lot of survivor's guilt, a lot of PTSD. Yeah. Um. Uh, and again, uh, like being present for one of the most pivotal moments, but also he was present at three. He was in those two like high profile battles that he yeah. survived. Mm-hmm. And then he was like this other guy, which now we've never heard his name. Like we've never heard it. I I didn't know who this guy was tied to the assass- assassination and he was there. <laughs> I know. Like, and it's right like, there. Yeah. yeah. And he was having a real hard time. So they eventually uh, settled, he and Clara, and uh, they they had children. Like yeah. you said, they pooped Three him children. out. Three mm-hmm. um, They all – his family settles in Hanover, Germany in 1882. Yeah. Um, 15 years after they got married and 17 years after the death of Lincoln. Yeah. Um, and so they – they were living there. He's serving as a U.S. consul, like, which is, you know, he works for the U.S. government. A diplomat of a sorts. A diplomat of sorts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he was appointed by President Arthur. And he, he at this point in time, um, has, like we said, like, kind of broken down into this physically and mentally, like, unstable person. and. Yeah. He, at the time, relied pretty heavily on Clara to keep up appearances. Um, Like, they're a normal, cool family uh, because he just completely stopped going out in public. He became very paranoid. 
uh, extremely distrustful of literally everyone. Mm. And he just kept sinking deeper and deeper into depression and discomfort uh, from his worsening physical and mental health. So this oh. guy was in a really bad place. Um, oh. Yeah. They And I think they spent like, yeah, about a year he was doing that job and it was just not good. And then, as they say on A&E, he snapped. Mm-hmm. If that shows even on A&E, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's I, – I see it in the in – the, Yeah. The channel guide. Yeah, he snapped. He snapped. And this is why it's related to uh, the holidays, holidays because on December 23rd, 1883, which was Christmas Eve Eve, he fully lost his shit. Every, his dyspepsia had entered his brain and he fucking went cuckoo bananas and brought a gun home and basically attacked his family. Yeah, he was – he ended up in the children's room and Clara oh. knew – Clara like knew something was off and was just like, hey, what are you doing? She heard her – her sister was the the children's nanny at the time. Mm-hmm. So she like heard like kind of an argument or whatever, some like disruption going on. So she goes up there. She sees her husband in an agitated state. Yeah. She, she gets him away from – the kids and her sister. She's yeah. she's like trying to keep them calm, brings them in their bedroom. Locks them in. Locks them both in her bedroom and told her sister, this is like a really fucked up thing. This is like like a pretty intense thing to say. Like like basically like keep the kids away. Like keep the like yeah. stay in this room. There's gonna be like some bad Shit's things happening. Yeah, yeah, basically. It's like – it's more eloquent than that, what she said. Yeah. But basically, yeah. it's what she says to her sister and she like locks him in there and then she takes – she like gets Henry into their bedroom and they are arguing. He's going – he's gone. He's totally yeah. gone. Um, he had like – because one of the things he was paranoid about was that she would cheat on him, right? Like yeah. she – he was like freaking out that he was cheating on her, he or or she was cheating on him, or she was going to cheat on him, yeah. and that she was gonna leave him as a result and take the kids. And it was like just picking up steam this whole time. So it was like focused on her a bit, which is fucked up and sad. Yeah. So she's in in their bedroom with him, and she's trying to calm him down, but she just she can't she can't do anything about it. He mm-hmm. is in a blind rage and. He basically – he still has the gun. He shoots her twice and stabs her several times and Ugh. kills her. Uh, this is really fucked up. I'm sorry. Oh I should have should have trigger warning that one. Um, yeah. This is – yeah, he like – the gunshots didn't kill her. So then he just started stabbing her. Then uh, he – Snapped on him. He like turned on himself, I guess. It was, he meant for this to be a murder suicide. So after that, he turned the knife on himself and he stabbed himself five times. Yeah. And he fucking uh, survived it. He survived. Everybody was shocked by this because, yeah, Clara had done such a, a good job of being a good, you know, public face of their family. Mm. Um, 
I don't I think people knew that he was like not in a good place. Yeah. But um yeah, I don't know. It it, it just uh had escalated to a point that I don't think anybody realized, obviously. And uh he killed his wife and he attempted suicide but he it was not successful. And uh, he tried to claim that somebody had broken into their home mm. and tried to kill both of them. Obviously, that wasn't true. His, I, her sister, or I'm assuming his other yeah. stepsister, or one of his kids that were there. <laughs> yeah, his yeah, other, his not wife stepsister. Yeah. So he was arrested. He was tried in court, um, and he was found guilty of her mm. murder. But uh, I believe he, like, pleaded insanity. I don't know what yeah. the laws over there in Germany at the time were, but he um, he was basically put in an a insane asylum. Yeah. Um, and that's where he lived out the remainder of his years until August uh, 14th of 1911 when he passed away. And he was buried with his wife. And I just think that's rude. Yeah. I just think – and, you know, there's lots of stories like this where some fucked up shit happens and then it's like, oh, and then when they died, he, they were buried together or whatever. Or, like, parents are abusive to their kids or whatever and when one of the – it's just like, what? why? Why would you bury him with her? I, I don't think she would like it. I know. Well – I feel like it's like you buy the plots beforehand. I don't know. It's <laughs> True. Like, but you could sell them. Yeah. But I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like they were too expensive or maybe they just, it's like, well, they already have this plot. And maybe uh, on the one hand, I'm like, well, they're already dead, so it doesn't matter. Who cares? But on the other, I'm like, well, if you believe in like the afterlife and eternity and stuff, that's rude. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, but there was one final fucked up fact that I thought was very interesting, and that is, huh, okay, so they're buried, they're, 1911, he finally died, they're buried, but because they didn't have any visitors for literal decades, I guess their kids died, moved away, what have you, um, in 1954, the cemetery reopened their plots for reuse as the graves, uh, like, they reopened them for reuse as graves for new people. And then they destroyed their remains. Yeah, this is fucked up. That when I read this, I like was like, oh I Dude. like this uh, man. It's so sad. I, yeah. Because this person was first of all, both of these people were huge parts of history. Like yeah. Clara was, I think honestly like such a hero to me in my eyes like she she saved her entire family basically yeah um from from him but like they were present at one of the like i said the most pivotal moments in history yeah in american history and they just are co- totally wiped off the face of this earth like and nobody knows about them and it's so sad to me yeah not like not just Henry, but Clara too. Like in her yeah. own right, was she was like friends with Mary Todd Lincoln. If not for her, they wouldn't have ever been there, you know. And if not for John Wilkes Booth, that fucking bitch, mm-hmm. like maybe none of this ever would have happened. Obviously, 
Um, yeah. But still, like I, I don't know. They were, they were there, and I think it's so sad that they are not included in history. Like they're just like a little footnote. So yeah, well, and it's also like, oh yeah, I think I, I can't remember where I found this, but. It was just kind of like, oh, did you know? <laughs> I think it was on the Today I Learned Reddit. And it was like, did you know that the guy who was in the booth with or in the box with Abe Lincoln when he was killed was also injured and then eventually killed his wife? And it was like, hold on. Like, what? one, someone was there. Yeah. I didn't know that. And two, oh, what? He had a wild, crazy life. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's sad that we don't learn about the other people that were there and what a time what a time um right in the head you know <laughs> i'm sorry stop <laughs> going to hell no um, it was i mean i mean it was funny he like we can't be sad about forever forever <laughs> too soon, too soon. Um, <laughs> hashtag too soon um yeah well do you have a final thought, or was that, or was that your final? That thought? That was my whole thing. I just, yeah. I think Clara is. Uh, I feel real bad for her. Uh, R.I.P. And I'm so sad that they just literally wiped out all of their bones from the cemetery, and they just Dude, that's are gone up. from this planet. You know? Yeah, that's really bad. I, I also I feel bad that like fucking henry went through some shit and i just think that's something that is carried over to today it's like oh men aren't allowed to talk about their feelings men aren't allowed to like process their shit they just have to like keep it all together and honestly that ends up being toxic for everyone around them Mm -hmm. and society in general um and so that's a real bummer it's like a perfect example of that so yeah it's like this whole story is such a microcosm of just like the like of trauma in any yeah. in any era it doesn't matter like human beings need to be able to process it and have mm-hmm. you know a way to like figure this shit out and of course a lot of it goes and is put on women yeah and they have to save their fucking families you know from yeah. from family annihilators like this and yeah. it's just so sad this whole story is so fucking sad um it's sad yeah and it's, doesn't end well for anybody in so many ways yeah yeah then the kids didn't have pay- like it's a whole thing yeah all um, right we gotta stop anyway yeah. uh thank you so much for listening mm-hmm. uh, to our rambling history lesson about henry rathbone and his sad tragic tale yeah uh, god bless clara oh a what hero. a she was a hero mom mm-hmm um, you could follow us on social media if that's your thing at DTFU Podcast, all the platforms. Yeah, go to our website, dtfupodcast.com. Um, we have merch still. Oh, yes. Get yourself something nice. Yeah, get yourself a treat. It, fuck those fuzzy socks. Get a fucking DTFU bandana. Get a sticker, get a magnet. <laughs> You're going to the fridge for beers? Come on. Come Look at on. something fun. Yeah, we saw all your Spotify uh, year in reviews. We know you love us. Come on. <laughs> Come on. No, uh, those were actually really cool and we both cried. I cried. We cried yeah, so much. Yeah, we cried. <laughs> I can't, every time I see those, I go, oh, my God. 
We're on Spotify. Follow us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Just kidding. <laughs> I think we've had enough. We've been overserved. Yes. All right. All right, um, guys. That's it. Hey, listen. What? Be excellent to yourselves and each other. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been dying to tell you, Teresa. Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> um, I sell my nudes to my reply guys. I used to bartend foot fetish parties. I cannot take a shit in a public restaurant. Hey, it's your girl, Father Longlegs, Daddy T. You know me, it's Teresa Lee. Everyone has secrets, and that's what makes us human. On You Can Tell Me Anything, I ask some of the funniest comedians I know to tell me something they want to get off their chest. From secret past lives like working in porn casting to embarrassing stories like pooping on Canal Street in broad daylight, there's nothing you can't tell me. So listen to You Can Tell Me Anything, available now on Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast.